Thank you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Please don't turn that dial. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. It is the year 2017, and life has lost all meaning. What once was up is down. What once was right is wrong. And those who dare to make a podcast which subversively reanimates the dead art of radio theater are considered dangerous criminal outcasts. Driven into exile, four pungent brigands risk their lives each week to broadcast from a South Seas barge crudely fashioned from the disintegrating corpse of an ancient titan and several thousand yards of cooking twine to bring in the triumph, the majesty, the sublimity of rude alchemy. Greetings, dear listeners. We are back, and better than ever. Before we dive into our new season, The Buffoon, I'd like to take a moment to make a little introduction. Today is Take Your Daughter to Work Day here at Rude Alchemy Studios, and our dear announcer, though currently estranged from his immediate family, does have a fatherless niece who is in need of some co-op hours to graduate from high school. This is Maddie. Say hi, Maddie. Hi, Maddie. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's too funny. <laughs> too, too funny. Did, did you think of that yourself? OMG, hilarious. <laughs> Calm down. Oh. It wasn't that funny. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe for old fuddy-duddies like you, it's not funny. But for hippity-hop coolios like Maddie and me, that shit is straight up lit. Did I get it right, Maddie? Lit? Lit means good, right? Yeah. 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 I got it right. So, um... So, are you, like, uh, are you, um... Are you, like, into podcasts or whatever? I don't know. Uh-huh. Cool. Is, um... Is your school, like, in this area or adjacent to... Can we start the damn show already? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Maddie, do you want to do the honors? Really? Yeah, sure. I bet you're a natural. Oh, <clears throat> now you just want to, yeah, you just want to kind of cozy up to the mic here. Yep, yep, right in here. That's it, good. Uh, wh- what do I say? <laughs> say, I'm a little teapot. I'm a little... Wait, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, I got you. I got you good. You're so funny. <laughs> For Christ's sake, start the f-ing show. Madison, please come sit in here with me. Okay, Uncle Announcer. Jeez, buzzkill, am I right, M? <laughs> Your friends call you M, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay, run along to your uncle. And don't worry about him. He just doesn't get us. Okay. Narrator! Jesus! Fine! Okay, fine. God! I'm trying to give us some f***ing real-world entertainment industry experience, okay? 
She wants to be a singer when she grows up. This is good for her. I'm just trying to help. I know what you're trying to do. You know, whatever. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Rude Alchemy proudly presents The Buffoon. The Buffoon is brought to you by Victimhood. Remember when you were taught that what makes you different makes you stronger? Well, not anymore. Thanks to Victimhood. Simply identify whichever of your distinguishing traits is most unique and focus with laser-like precision on the myriad ways the rest of society has, does, or might someday in the future look down on your special quality through its ignorance, bigotry, and privilege. Document these perceived slights in shareable awareness videos and point them out constantly through the medium of social media so millions of fellow victims can prove they're not part of the problem with meaningless emojis of approval. Victimhood. You're different, but it's not your fault. Shame is always wrong. People are ignoramuses, but don't worry, you're better than all of them, you beautiful wounded soul. You're owed everything. Hashtag woke. soft glow of light grows steadily in a darkened forest far below. Our humble eyes travel over mountaintop, over treetop, hill, and valley, till we rest on a secluded hamlet nestled in the eastern French countryside, the village of Eguisham. The reflections of humble dwellings and rustic shops course through our retinas and into our brain, firing synapses that scream idyllic, pastoral, peaceful, lovely. But eyes lie, do they not? We do better to trust that sick-churning feeling in our gut and flee. But instead, we move closer past the gates, closer past the well at the town square, closer past the butchers and the church and the smiths, closer until we find ourselves in a not-quite alley, listening to a traveling puppeteer entertaining a boy child. Another story! Do another one! I'm right out, Sonny. You've had me here all day. I've got another Sue. <sighs> Crikey, how'd one such as you come across all that money? Uh, never mind. I could probably come up with another one. Uh, Yay! Uh, let me see here. Uh, ah, yeah. How could I have forgotten? This one is called The Buffoon and His Brother. Once upon a time... In this very town, there lived a great buffoon. He was called Leduc. The man produced from his sack a most sinister-looking puppet. Ha, ha, ha! I'm Leduc. I'm the boss of the Hurtan. And he was. Buffoon or no, he was the boss, even though everybody hated him. Why did they hate him? Because he was ugly and stupid, of course. Anyway, the Duke had a brother by the name of Henri. Henri was the exact opposite of his brother. Handsome, smart, popular. Everybody loved him. The man produced a handsome puppet. 
I'm on yeah, and everybody loves me. Well, almost everybody. Le Duc was very jealous of Henri. He was afraid that the more popular Henri would take over the dukedom. He was even afraid that Henri would bang his beautiful wife, Emily. He then produced a really, really hot puppet. I'm the beautiful Emily. What does bang mean? In this context, it means that he will allow himself to become sexually aroused, causing blood to flow into his penis and thereby achieve an erection, after which he will attempt to arouse his female partner sexually, causing a similar blood flow, but a different result, coupled with vaginal excretions, which serve to lubricate as he then slides his penis into her vagina until he ejaculates, shooting thousands of tiny cells called sperm into her body, which may or may not attach to one of her eggs and cause her to conceive a child, although in this case, they're probably both crossing their fingers... Hoping that that doesn't happen. Ah, I see. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, Le Duc was so jealous and afraid of his brother's popularity that he framed him for the murder of their parents. You see, the boy's parents had died many, many years ago, and no one ever knew who was responsible. Until Le Duc cooked up this lie that he found a hatchet under a floorboard in his brother's room. <laughs> Look at the fat! Evertons! Proof! Proof that my brother is a murderer! Take him away! Oh, no, no! It wasn't me! It wasn't me! No! Yes, it was! Come here, Emily! I'm going to ejaculate my sperm inside your vagina! Oh, what did? Wait, I have a question! Oh, fuck! Fuck! Hush! Hold on, hold on. Almost there, and now, what's your question? Uh, whatever happened to the poor Henri puppet? Oh, lad, lad. Nobody knows. He was exiled from the village forever. He may still be out there in the forest, wandering. Well, lad, I certainly do appreciate all the coin you've given me, but now I'm truly buggered out. Gotta call it a night. That's all right. No need for more stories. They've heard you now. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, they? Who is right there, you English swine? We arrest you in the name of Le Duc. What? By official decree, there shall be no village performances of any kind which give reference to the ruling family. Your little story is in clear violation. What? I... But, but I only told it because of the lad. Uh, lad? Lad, to t- tell when you made me do it, lad. Wh- where is he? Come along, there's no boy here. Lad! 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 Exile. Long before Napoleon expired on his island. Exile. Long before Casanova was barred from Venezia. Exile. Long before a bro named Chad returned to his dorm room to find his roommate's Aeropostale hoodie looped around the doorknob. Yes. Long before these famous forbiddenings, the man from the puppeteer's fable, which was not a fable at all, trudged through the forest, feet twisted with exhaustion, stomach twisted in knots of hunger, and a heart twisted with the lust for vengeance. Henri. Man. That means shit, by the way. Hey, did you know that, Maddie? Shit. Okay. You can say it too if you want. It's cool to swear here. I won't tell anyone. God damn it! All right, fine, never mind. I will kill you, brother, if it's the last thing I do. 
<coughs> well, well, what do we have here? A fossa, a Richie. Look at his clothes. His boots. His jaws. His flesh. I'm starving. Maybe just a wee bit of his asshole? Whoa. What? That's what you're going to start with? The asshole? I don't know. I've never ate a person before. Where would you start? I've got to agree with uh, Pierre here. Yeah, with Pierre. Really? Yeah, honestly, young Gene, none of us have ever eaten a person before, but I have to say, the asshole is the absolute last place I would start. No. You're yanking my chin. Come on, you're having a good laugh at young Jean now, aren't you? No. No, no. Absolutely not. Young Jean, we know you're a really sick, terrible person, throwing your baby sister in the river and all that. Ah, big talk coming from a masturbator. Hey, that was never substantiated! Never! Take it easy, young Jean! Yeah, easy. Look, look, I'm I'm sorry. It's just... There are lines! Ah, you know, I mean, to a... To accuse me, I mean, murdering an infant is one thing, but... I know, I know, you're right. I just got a little hot under the collar. You know none of us believes those accusations. Although I do have to wonder why then you were exiled. It's lies. All lies. I would never... All right, hey, all right, we know. Now, back to eating his asshole... Uh, I don't know. It's it's like a craving, I guess. My hormones are all weird right now. Maybe it's because of the starvation, you know, like how pregnant women crave chalk or whatever. All day I've been thinking about how an asshole would go so good with a nice piece of brie or what have you. Now that you mention it... Yeah, with the brie it doesn't sound half bad. Uh, maybe some figs. Let's beat our meat. I mean, I mean, I let's let's eat eat his meat. Damn, that was a slip of the tongue. I don't do that, really. None of no, us do. No, it's it's, it's gross. Yeah, disgusting. It's disgusting. Right, right, right. Let's eat him. Yeah, give me mm. that asshole. Ah, I'm gonna start ah, right with it. Bum bum. Hold it. Henri looked up to see a man in a tattered priest's frock holding out his arm high above the other man who cowered and backed away in deference. Henri's heart finally stopped racing long enough for him to notice by whom he was surrounded. A twisted, deformed hunchman, the one who had wanted to eat his asshole. An average-looking man with an enormous, hair-matted right hand. A pair of stout twins, their arms scarred and ashy from what appeared to be severe burns, and a priest with a word carved into his bald head, Karampu. What's that mean? Hmm? Uh, I'm sorry, I I thought you knew French. No, no, just swear words, sweetie. Hey, does your uncle let you have coffee? You want some of mine? Yeah, 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 come here, come here. Yeah, don't... It'll be our little secret. I can still hear you! Anyway, except for the priest, all the men were clothed in some form of motley, torn harlequin pants on the twins, a bell-less jester hat on the hunchman, and a filthy multicolored doublet on the guy who likes to jerk it. They were all emaciated, sickly, and their hands and clothes were streaked in places with a rusty hue, too red to be dirt. The priest knelt beside Henri. Before we kill him, we should at least find out who he is. Yes. Oh, Ron, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes uh, sense. Yeah, okay. That's, That's why he's the leader. Yeah, That's yeah. why. That's why. So, mon ami, who are you? I am Henri of Egwishon. 
What? I think it, is it at the Leduc's Plaza? That is Leduc's Plaza, I think. I spit on you and your whole family. It was your wretched brother that exiled us all. Yeah, me for murder. Me for burning. Yeah, burning. Uh, me for the sin above all others. What about you, father? Me? They call it corruption. I call it love. Little boys? Yeah, little boys. Anyway, now your fate is surely sealed. For you are the brother of our enemy. Feast away, gentlemen. Wait, believe me. Believe me, I have no love for my brother. Why do you think I am out here? He told a lie and sent me away. I'm just like all of you, exiled by lies. Oh, yep, now it's Yeah, I definitely did not do well. I kind of did. Be that as it may, we've been together for years, and we've just met you. And we're starving. Sorry, mon ami. You're the short straw. Well, man, if you can't beat them, eat them. Delicious. That's a spicy assahola. Meow, meow. I'm a kitty cat. Look, time to take my bath. Meow. Meow. It is very funny. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. I can't take it. I can't take it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Uh. 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 Where, where did you learn to do that? It's my own asshole. I don't know. I'm French. I'm probably into all kinds of weird shit. No, 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 no. The, the mouse-making, the merriment, the hilarity, the clowning. Oh, I've never thought of it as clowning before. Just whenever I'm in a tough situation, I make a joke and usually everything works out. Brilliant! Excellent, Palers. Jeez, it's, you know, it's a shame we have to eat him, mon père. He would be a big help on Buffon Day. Oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. And the asshole out of mine. <laughs> stop! Stop! Seriously, stop. Wait a minute. You, you're the Buffons. The exiles. At your service. Buffon Day was my favorite day as a child. Oh, the exiles, the misfits, the deviants, the unclean. They could return to the village for one day only and make us laugh. Laugh as a ruling family. My brother never laughed. Neither did my parents, but I did. I laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> I've always wanted to meet you. Yes, well, now you've met us, the exile clowns. What's left of us? What happened to you? Ring around the rosy. A pocket full of pauses. We all fall down. The great sick, even exiles, are not immune. We used to have a village of our own. Dozens of us. We farmed. We had livestock. 
even at church. I was the pastor, but now... We are exiled even from our exile town. Mad. We oui, deep mad. That is why we wander, why we starve. Only the prospect of the coming Buffon day gives us hope. If we perform well, to the satisfaction of the villagers, they will shower us with gold and supplies sufficient to sustain us through the winter. We may even be able to start a new exile town, if we perform well enough. You must join us. You will be a great asset. Get it? Asset? <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't asset. even... Oh! <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh, shit! Oh, I didn't even... I didn't even... I didn't even realize... I didn't... Hey... I didn't even realize I said that! <laughs> so you're not gonna eat me? Uh, uh, no. You are one of us now. You are one of the plague. Uh, uh, I mean, um, what, do, what are we calling this? Le Buffon? Uh, a buffoon in English. The buffoon is the name of the season. You're a buffoon now. Buffon in French. Got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. So let me get this straight. You've been pissed on by these villagers, kicked out by Le Duc, forced into starvation and pestilence, and now you want to go back to their town on the one day you can and, 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 and what? Beg them for money? Uh, yes. Yeah, I And to pick up the lotion I forgot at my mom's house. That's mad! That's bull-mailed! Why? Do you have a better idea? As a matter of fact, I do. I'll give you a hint. It starts with C. Campfire? Child murder? Pedophilia? I mean, uh, casseroles? Chafing? Comeuppance! Revenge! Vengeance! Why play their game when we can play ours? This is our one chance, all you have to get inside the village walls. It's a perfect opportunity. We'll take down my rotten brother once and for all. We'll kill him. I'll take control of the village, become Le Duc, and I'll pardon you all of your past crimes. You'll be able to live in the village again, no matter what you've done in the past. Even me? Yes, even you. So your sin is the gravest of all. You shall be welcomed back. With open arms. <laughs> oh, mon dieu. <laughs> hold it, hold it, hold it. Are you all actually listening to this scribble? Le Duc has dozens of guards, and we will be under constant watch. This plan is nothing but a recipe for getting killed, or, at best, getting exiled again and leaving empty-handed, which means we'll die for sure when winter comes. We cannot take this risk. Friends, friends, listen to me. I understand this is not a decision to be taken lightly. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Regardless of what happens after the performance, it is clear it must be the funniest, most ribald clowning exhibition the village has ever seen. Otherwise, we'll never get past the village square. So do not ask yourself which plan is right. Ask yourself which man knows comedy. 
Interesting. Very well, Henri. We are in agreement there. What do you propose? A simple joke contest. Whoever makes the other man laugh the hardest? He must be the leader for Buffon Day. I accept. In fact, out of courtesy, I will go first. <clears throat> and God said, let there be Satan, so people don't blame everything on me. And let there be priests, so people don't blame everything on Satan. <laughs> That's a very good one. I see what you did there. Sort of lightheartedly letting yourself off the hook for the serial child abuse. (laughs) Now, my turn. A clown, out for a walk, stumbles across a burning bush. Being a pious type of clown, he realizes right away that God is trying to speak to him. So... He asks the first question he can think of. The only one that matters. God, he says. What is the meaning of life? And the bush sort of leans in close to the clown and says... Henri leaned in close to the priest and whispered in his ear so that only the priest could hear the punchline. At first, the fallen holy man only looked confused. Then he snorted. Then he chortled. <laughs> then he... <laughs> Mon Pierre, are, are you all right? Mon Pierre? Mon Pierre, he, he's choking. Help him. Help him. His, his tongue. He's choking on his tongue. The priest laughed and laughed and choked and choked, and blood ran from the sides of his eyes until he collapsed dead in a broken heap, a smile still dancing on his blue lips. The Buffons turned to stare at their new leader. I've heard a fallen priest before, but this is ridiculous. Very good. Very clever. Will the clowns rally around their new leader? Will Henri lead them all to vengeance? Will Maddie accept my friend request? Find out next time on The Buffoon. The Buffoon is brought to you by your wife's hot little snatch. That's right. She begged me for it, you f***ing p***. You haven't pleased her in years, the starved s***. I laid her down on your marital bed, unzipped my pants, and didn't break eye contact for a full 12 minutes while I s*** a greasy, squirting, blood-tinged d*** load all over her quivering t*** and tried not to look at the pictures of your children on your dresser while she cursed your name and your marriage in deep, soul-racking scream sobs. Then we held each other, shared our deepest fears, hopes, and secrets, and talked about baby names for our little girl. Don't worry, she's not really pregnant. It's just a game we play. Even though you two already have a daughter, your wife says her weak chin and vacant eyes remind her of you so she can barely stand to look at her, which is why we fantasize about the daughter we both know will never conceive and bandy about our favorite baby names with a degree of seriousness that would, to the outside observer, seem excessive and silly, such as our sorrow. We're thinking maybe Vanessa or Charlotte. I like Lorelai, but your wife hates it. That's all right. She likes Shaylin. Shaylin? That's not even a name. 
Anyway, we talk and laugh and hold each other tight as if this wasn't all just some impossible delusion. The pillows damp with our tears and the blinds pulled tightly to hide from the world, from God, from you. Then I pull out my 14-inch from under the sheets and shove it deep in your wife's tight while we laugh about you. Oh, how we laugh. Okay, seriously, did you get my friend request? What's a friend request? Oh, shit, I forgot. Kids don't use Facebook anymore. You know, it's hard to keep up. D- don't worry. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll hit you up on Snapster. I already found you on Instagram. Hey, looks like that pool party was a lot of fun, huh? Come on, Madison, we're going. Okay, bye. Bye, Maddie. Catch you on the flip, homegirl. Oh, what a sweet kid. Oh, bright future ahead of her. Very talented. I'm talking to the producers about getting her some recording time in here. You know, you should hear her sing. She's really something. Oh, shit! Oh, she added me back on Snapchat. Uh, OMG! Fun having you in the studio today. Am. Smiley face, poop emoji, Asian baby. Send. Ha! <laughs> oh, she viewed it! Oh, let's see if she snaps back. Oh, come on, refresh. 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 Hmm. Oh. Are you still here? Oh, no, you can, you can go. I'm going to be at this for a while. I still haven't figured out if this is her finster or her rinster. Seems a little tame to be a finster. So, needless to say, I'm going to look hard for that thing. Talk to you later. Yeah, she snapped back. Hot emoji. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Oh, so weird how society has all these rules, right? I mean, I feel like you and I are rule breakers. Know what I mean? Crazy face emoji, poop emoji, black gay couple. Rude alchemy is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Wertner, and Mr. Ryan Whalen. The buffoon story by Rude Alchemy with Mr. Wertner as lead story editor. This episode written by Mr. Wertner and edited by special guest Michael Hahn. Featuring the voices of Rude Alchemy. Music composed by Mr. Benjamin J. Robb. For a listing of Creative Commons sound effects attributions, visit rudealchemy.com slash attributions. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. To support Rude Alchemy and gain access to exclusive bonus content, including blooper reels from every season, visit rudealchemy.com slash support. So... Maddie! Maddie! Madison! What? How are you? Okay. And, um... <clears throat> how's, uh... How's your mother? I don't know. Uh-huh. Great! Does she... <clears throat> Do you know if, uh... <clears throat> Ma- Maddie, could you stop texting for a second? Why? Just please, for a second! Fine. Thank you. Uh, your mom. Does, uh, does she ever talk to your Aunt Denise? 
I don't know, I guess. You guess? That means yes! When? Where? In person? On the phone? Mmm, I don't know. They have a book club, I guess? Wait. Denise still goes to that stupid book club? With my sister? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, wait. I wasn't supposed to tell you that. Mom said not to. That's alright. That's alright. No harm done. No harm done. There, there. Go back to texting. All is well. All is well. Hey, Maddie. Uh, that book club is still on Mondays, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. There! That's how long twenty seconds are. The Center for Disease Control recommends you wash your hands for at least twenty seconds as often as possible. We don't think about it a lot, but more germs are transmitted by the hands than by any other source. So keep them clean. Soap and water for 20 seconds, and you'll help prevent the spread of COVID-19. And maybe some other nasty stuff as well. This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.